to the city, to the state, to the nation, to the world. We are taking God's word to every man, woman, boy, and girl. True wisdom's coming at you like you never heard before. Come on and get your blessing. See what God has in store. True wisdom. New Hope Ministry. Thank you for tuning in to today's broadcast from True Wisdom New Hope Ministries with Dr. Apostle James Lorenzo Rutledge. We are taking this word from the city to the state to the nation and to the world. We invite you to come and go with us. New Hope Ministry. Sing this morning. That's going to sound very peculiar. That's going to sound peculiar. Now I'm going to ask you to do something. My pastor told me something years ago. And I thought it was peculiar when I heard it. He said, uh, um, Apostle Rutledge, I said, yes, sir. He said, I'm finna tell you some things, son. And son, what I need you to do is not rely on the God that's in you, but rely on the God that's in me. Uh-oh, see, y'all done got saved. Because what I'm going to tell you, it might seem impossible for you to do. What I'm going to tell you, it might seem that you're not qualified for. I might even tell you some things that you don't even think you're good enough to do. Are y'all saying now? But I need you to trust the God that's in me. Uh, uh, well, let me do this. We thank God for Brother Glenn. He's working. The prophets of the son. We thank God for him. Hi. Huh? Y'all ain't saying nothing. Huh? You got to remember your children. <laughs> So we thank God for the sons of the prophet. I need you to trust me. I need you. And he asked me a question and I'm going to ask you. See, y'all don't know I'm about through already. Come tired, I'm about through. He said, I got to ask you a question. I said, yes, sir. He said, do you trust the God that's in me? Of course. Do you believe in the God that's in me? Of course. Have you seen a demonstration of the God that's in me? Of course. Is the God in me ever lied to you? Is the God in me has always been honest with you? Is the God in me has always told you the truth? And I said, of course, yes. So some of y'all looking at me, wait a minute. Yes, it's still me and the God that tell the truth. 
it's still some that are honest. I know you got to weed through some things. But, and I said, yes, sir, I believe all that. He said, do you believe I'm an apostle of the Lord Jesus Christ? I said, yes, sir, you have the evidence. Yes, sir. He said, now, I'm finna instruct you on your purpose. Because if you believe all that, then you're not gonna have any doubt about what I'm finna tell you. Or what I'm finna tell you that you have to do. Y'all done got quiet. Or what I'm finna instruct you on the ministry that God has put in you so you can do the work of ministry. Then he said something else. We was in his RV, he said, son, you believe in the God that's in me? I said, yes, sir. I said, I have to, Apostle James. He entrusted me with you. you, you, you. He, he, he said that he trusts you with his child. He said, good. Now let's discuss what you need to learn first. And y'all will have to walk with me for a few minutes. Hebrews chapter 11 I guarantee you everybody in here know it. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 come on now y'all got to walk with me this morning cause we're going to do and we're going to get into what God told Adam And what he told Adam was, just name it. And Adam named it and God backed him up. So let's read Hebrews 11 and 1. What does it say? Ha ha. Now faith, the other interpretation. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Amen. I'm going to deal with what you cannot see but what you got to have hope for. I want to talk to you about your purpose and sometimes our purposes are locked away and they are locked away behind key words. I'm not sure. I don't know if God will speak to me like that. I have messed up so bad that God cannot use me. Or I have too many questions for God to use me. Because they told me not to question God. But I got a lot of questions. So I want to talk now about the hope that you have to have in the words of the leader and the faith you have to have in God that God sent you to them so you can do what they're telling you God called you to do. Well now, I told you I wasn't going to do it the way you used to it, but it's all right. So let's talk for a minute. You may be seated. Let's talk. Now, 
Now, I go to church. I go to church. Pastor preaches. Some folk fall out. Some other folk shout. Some other folk dance. Then some other folk get a prophecy. And the prophecy begins to tell them what God has called them to do. Now, I'm all right. Here's 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 I'm all right. But because there's a lack of confidence in myself to fulfill what has been spoken. Y'all done got quiet. I ain't said nothing yet. Y'all done got quiet, real quiet. Am I all right? Come Smile. On. It's okay. Stop it. I ain't yeah. said nothing yet. Yeah, you have. And y'all done got this quiet. Smile. Come on. There it is. I know you got them. Show them. It's okay. You can show them. Come on. So they're going to be rough today. Come on, somebody. So here we are. My confession is that you are the watchman over my soul. Uh oh. So now we're in a service, anointed service, and the watchman speaks. Uh oh. And he says, Thus, some people say, thus says the Lord God. And now I get a word that I'm unexpecting, that I feel I'm unqualified for, that I feel like I have done so much that I cannot achieve what has been prophesied. Oh, y'all ain't saying nothing. See, y'all could have caught that. We could have went home. Y'all would have jumped up and went to shout and we could have took up the offering and went home. But the problem has become in the church. There is a lack of trusting in what the leader has said. Because we have so many false leaders. And we have seen so many things go so south so fast on the prophecy but when I was coming up in ministry there was a lady by the name and she, I talked to her she called me yesterday by the name day before yesterday by the name of General Henderson and she was a, a sister pastor of our church and she would say, now, baby, because, you know, older mothers called you. Everybody was baby. Everybody was their baby. Baby. Postulate your pastor. And they would always ask you leading questions. You know, old people, you know. Yes, ma'am. She said, baby, well, what did he tell you? I say, he say, God gonna use me and, and I'm gonna preach. She said, you gonna, he told you that, babe? I said, yes, ma'am. She said, you get ready. I said, no, ma'am. <laughs> she said, well, baby, why you ain't get ready? 
I said, I ain't sure I can do that. She said, what? What? You ain't sure you could do it. She said, did he lie? Do he lie? Have, have he lied since you know him? No, ma'am. Have every other prophecy he gave you came to pass? Yes, ma'am. Did God trust him with your soul? Yes, ma'am. Oh, y'all ain't want to talk to me. Y'all don't want to talk. Yes, ma'am. She said, then why would he lie to you about something that's going to help change people's lives? Bus quiet in here. Y'all, come on, somebody. I know it's sudden to smile. So she said these words. She said, son, even when you're not sure, because sometimes your leader going to come out of bag on you and tell you things that you're going to question your qualifications. But when you get to the point of questioning your qualifications, I need you to look at his qualifications. And if his qualifications have got you this far, has his qualifications got you delivered? Have his qualifications got you healed? Has his qualifications got you set free? So when you don't have no faith in your qualification, Oh, see, y'all don't want the truth. See, this used to be a place of respect. But it's so much mess that went on in the pulpit. But when I came up, it was different. She said, baby, have you ever been sick? And he prayed for you? Yes, ma'am. And God healed you? I said, yes, ma'am. She said, remember when you was broken, you needed a job? I said, yes, ma'am. Didn't he pray and you get one? I said, yes, ma'am. Remember when you got hurt on the job? Yes, ma'am. And they didn't want to give you social security, but you messed your back up and you was walking bent over? Didn't he pray for you? Yes, ma'am. Didn't God heal you? Yes, ma'am. Oh, when you came to the church and you were sitting in the back of the church and you was high and drinking, did not God deliver you by his hand? So I need to ask you a question. Did you have any faith that you was going to get healed? No, ma'am. Did you have any faith that you was going to be delivered? No, ma'am. Did you have any faith that God was going to stop you from drinking? No, ma'am. She said, but who word did you stand on? I heard what he said. I took what he said. I ran with what he... So she said, when it comes down to your ministry, take what he said. Run with what he said. Walk in what he said. And God will surely... So if he can see your healing, how come he can't see your ministry? 
if he can see you need a job and he can pray and you going through financially and God bless you financially how come he can't see what God called you to so how come he can't see your ministry Y'all want to talk to me? See, y'all going to make me happy in a minute. Y'all going to bought that church of God in Christ, boy. I had to put him back. Y'all finna make me happy. Because we used to sing a song, say a real good leader. It's hard to find somebody that's walking up right before God. It's hard to find. So my question to you is, uh, if you got a real good leader uh, and everything they told you have came to pass, uh, why can't they tell you uh, what God called you to do? Uh, oh, you got to get up from there. Uh, you got to call it on your life. Uh, you got to get up from there. You got a ministry. Uh, you got to get up from there. You got a calling. Uh, you got to get up from there. I don't believe that's all right. My faith will get you there. Oh, y'all ain't saying nothing. The Bible tell me when David got in trouble, the Bible say he went and ran and hid behind Samuel. And God revealed what the enemy was getting ready to do. I came to let you know you got to get up from there. You cannot sit there. You got a choice to keep and a God to glorify. You got to get up. Look at somebody say, get up from there. Look at him and say, well, do you believe him? Did it happen for you? Did he pray for you? Did God move for you? Did he pray for you? And did God bless you? Did he pray for you? And God healed you? Did he pray for you? And God changed you? Did he pray for you? And God delivered you? Did he pray for you? And God saved you? You got to get up from there. It's time to go to work. Folk got to be saved. Delivered and set free. You got to go to work. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do something peculiar that they did to me. I'm going to give you my faith to obey God. I'm going to give you my faith to run and not be weary. I'm going to give you my faith so you won't be scared no more. Y'all ain't saying nothing. His report says, I am healed. His 
report says I'm free. His report says victory. Whose report shall you believe? Samuel Demetrius James I got a prophecy on my life that Samuel has spoken and for sure what Samuel said shall come to pass you ain't got no praise surely Look at three people and say, we got our Samuel. Uh, look at somebody else and say, we got our Samuel. So, since I got my Samuel, that means I got a hiding place. So when the enemy come after me, I got somewhere to run. I'm trying to tell you, if your faith won't do it, grab hold to mine. Me and Samuel's faith will get the job done through you. I need you to trust God. Said, what did I tell 
But I knew I was messing up. But get up, King David. I knew I had no business wanting that woman. But get up, King David. Oh, y'all don't want this. Get up, King David. I don't care how bad it look. Rise, King David. I don't care about your doubt. Get up from there. I don't care that you stumble and fail. Get up from there. Well, why did David have to get up? Because Samuel said he was going to be So Samuel goes down to a house, finds nobody, everybody considers nobody. His daddy didn't even bring him out the first time. And Samuel says he's going to be king. Now Samuel done died. Samuel is dead and gone but David ah, back I done fail and Samuel's prophecy grabs him now know what happens when you mess up all kind of stuff run through your mind what you can't do what you ain't qualified to do what you ain't oh y'all look it's deep what you ain't good enough to do but I can see Samuel standing in a heavenly place and saying tell David the calling and his chosen is still there. And I can see David tears running down his face saying, but you don't know what I have done. And you don't know the mistakes that I have made. And I can see the prophet of God saying simply this. Son, move past the mistakes move past the doubt move past the unbelief move past you're not even being sure so the next question is well how 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 do I do that stand on what I told you stand on what I told you God called you to be. Well, why? 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 Why would I stand on mere words? What? Why would I stand on mere words? Huh? Why would I stand on mere Why would I step out on mere words? Now, before the message started, you admitted he was a prophet. 
You admitted nothing they said lied. You admitted everything they said came to pass. You admitted they heard from God. Everybody clapped and said that, correct? So now he gives me a word. And now I ask the question. Why should I stand on that word? Well, I have the answer. St. John 1, I have the answer. I have the answer. I have your beginning, I have your end, and I have your middle. And this one answer. I have your Alpha and Omega. Why should I believe and stand on the words that came out of the mouth of the prophet? Now, I've already admitted everything he said. See, some of y'all already read ahead. Your spirit just started jumping. Let's read what it says, please. Uh-oh. And the word was with God. Uh-oh. And the word was God. Uh, huh? Ho, 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 ho. Ho. Wait a minute now. Wait a minute. Now, I just confess. I'm going to believe the words that were coming out of his mouth. And he told me I had a call. Uh-oh. But when he told me that, I wasn't sure of his words. But there were the same words when he saw the house and the car and the job and the social security and the first apartment and the first car. He was telling the truth then. But now he gives me a message. Now, now listen at the message he gives me. He said, son, from your mother's womb. Now I can accept the other stuff, but how does he know from my mother's womb? Let's read it again. In the beginning. Uh-huh. And the word was with God. Uh-huh. And the word was God. Uh-huh. The same was in the beginning with God. Wait a minute. Huh? Huh? Come on. Huh? Y'all done got quiet on me. Now, huh? Huh? Can I read 1 John 1 and 14? Come on. And the word was made flesh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And we behold his glory. Wait, wait, wait. And the word was made flesh. And it dwelt among us and we behold his glory well apostle that's Jesus you absolutely right but Acts says what was in Jesus went in you uh oh and so if the word was in Jesus right come on and the mind will say the same spirit that was in Christ is now in you. Amen. Y'all ain't talking to me. The same word that was in Jesus has been passed on to who? 
So when Jesus left, did not he say, I have to go away? So the comforter can come. And did not ask two. The comforter fail. And we call him the Holy what? Ghost. And did not Paul say the same Christ? The same Christ had the Spirit of God in him. That same self, same spirit is in me. So if that self-same spirit is in me and that spirit was the word, word of So that means I got word in me and on me. Now, let's deal. Last text. Come on. Somebody say, come on. Watch this. Word. So I, I see what I'm going to have to work this word for. So I'm going to teach the word. Because during the week, we still ain't got off the helmet of salvation yet. We've been on that two weeks, ain't we? Isaiah. 55 and 11 says something peculiar about this word. If the word was made flesh and dwelt among us and the word left and then the word gave us what was in him and what made Jesus effective was the word of God that was what in him and that word of God became flesh. So that was the indication that the spirit of God can dwell in the flesh again. Because he was there in the beginning with Adam until creation failed. So then Adam and God were separated, which means the spirit of the Lord lifted out of him. That's why Jesus was the second Adam. Because he brought the spirit of God that's living in man back to the earth. Come on, y'all done got quiet. So now he's walking word. Because did not John say the word was made what? Flesh. And it what? Drilled the what? Among us. So flesh ate. Flesh went to sleep in the bottom of the what? Boat. Huh? Come on, somebody. He's operating what? In the what? Flesh of what? Again. Y'all quiet. Y'all all right? So shall the words that go forth out of my mouth, it will not return unto me void, but it will accomplish which I set it out to accomplish. Now, can I talk for a minute? Did not Jesus... Walk up to folk and say, you heal. Uh-oh. Did not Jesus walk up to folk and say, you deliver. Did not Jesus walk up to folk and say, you deaf, dumb spirit, loose them. Did not Jesus walk up to people and say, you're healed. Did not Jesus stand on the bow of the boat and told the sea to peace. 
What was he using? His words. Now that's the same word by the way of the Holy Ghost that came into us. So what he's telling us before we get here that I have made the word flesh so that it could dwell in you so you can accomplish what I have sent you out to accomplish. So when I send you, you can get the job done. Oh, y'all. Talk to See? Can I tell you a secret? You want to know what this is really for? This little book. Right? You really don't know what this is for? Do you realize the thing that you are always wrestling and fighting against? It's the same thing in this book. Watch. Watch me prove it. This is a book of people who wrestle with themselves about accepting the call of God. Amen. Boy, y'all done got caught. I done messed up y'all by man. That ain't even fail. You don't believe this? Watch this. Can I, can I be honest for a minute? Every book that was written by a person, where that person is at now? Dead. Dead. And the Holy Ghost still moved through that body. But that body was not eternal. The spirit was. So you're reading about natural men that the spirit of the Lord went in and he allowed them to use him. That's all you read. Uh oh. I... I got to sit right here so y'all don't shoot at me. How many of y'all? have read how they made mistakes and how they failed and how they had shortcomings and how God had to restore them. What are you talking about then? You're walking around with a book of restoration and not understanding what you're walking around with a book. You're walking around with a book of people that were scared at first to answer the call of but because God spoke they said yes. It don't mean they weren't scared. It don't mean Lucifer ain't throw up their sins every chance he got. It simply meant they said yes. So my beautiful mind Leatherback edition is all about men that had to answer the call of God. Yes, yes, yes. Huh? Come on. Huh? Y'all done got quiet on. That were in the flesh, 
that had the same wrestle and the same fight you had. I, I want to tell you a secret. Do you actually believe in all your salvation knowledge that Paul did not have a fight to stay saved? You must be heard Paul confession. Paul kept confessing, I'm a bond servant. Paul kept confessing, I'm a prisoner. He was reminding the enemy that you cannot pluck me out of the hands of God no matter what things I did before I accepted. You cannot have me. I'm a prisoner to this thing. I'm a bond servant to this thing. I belong to him, he belongs. got so saved till we don't think Paul had a fight. The man was a mass murderer. How do you think Paul ain't had a fight about being saved? I guess he's skipping. Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus. So the devil just let him stay saved. Go on Paul. You gonna build all the New Testament churches, you're going to found New Testament churches, you're going to go to cities and found churches where the devil got strongholds, Capernaum and all them, where they worship idols, witchcraft workers, voodoo doctors, and we just going to, Paul just going to skip in there. All y'all say, yes sir, Mr. Paul, what are you doing? You know why salvation to a lot of people is unattainable because we have made it unattainable. Can I tell you who God really saved? A whole lot of folk with a whole lot of fault and a whole lot of doubt. Come on, Jesus. See, look at y'all, uh-oh. I don't see that apostle. Okay, let me give some of the stories y'all love. You know, they write books about King David. You know, they write little books about David slew Goliath. And everybody stuck on David slew and Goliath. A liar. A murderer. Abraham. Abraham. A liar. Got a baby outside marriage. But I guarantee you still calling the father your faith. Because that's what the Bible says he is. So what does the Bible say you are? Y'all want to talk to me? This unattainable Jesus y'all got. Okay. Well, we talked about Abraham. David. Um, they do books about Ruth and Esther. You know she told that girl how to trap a man, right? See, I know y'all ain't read the book. She said, now when he get drunk, honey, you go on the threshing floor and you lay at his feet. Now you don't, if he asks you, did y'all do anything, you don't say nothing. When he wake up, he just gonna see you laying there. Go back and read the mind. Oh, y'all looking saved. You better go back and read the scripture. Why that, why Esther and Ruth, y'all them did all these little books. I bet you that ain't in the book, but it's in him. Oh, it's in him. Wait till he drunk, baby. Let mama tell you how to get him. 
That's what the books say. Wait till he drunk, baby. Well, let me, let me say it properly biblical. The Bible says wait till he's full of wine. Now where I come from, that's drunk. And when he's so full of wine, he will, and the Bible says he will pass out on the floor. You wait till he has passed out, darling. And you go in there and you lay at his feet. Don't say anything. So when he get up in the morning, he'll see you laying at his feet. Now the first thing hit his mind when he woke up in the morning was I done been with her. So I got to make this. Oh, how to trap a brother. Oh, y'all don't want the truth. Look at y'all. That's what your Bible say. Well, you walking around with King James, Good News, American Standard, all of them say the same thing. Now, Good News clean it up a little bit. It says he was full of spirit. Good News say he was full of spirit. Okay, that's that. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Huh? I'm trying to, oh, Moses. You know. If that young lady he married wouldn't have cut his foreskin, God was going to kill him. You know that, right? You know it took Moses 40 years because he out there in the wilderness telling God he can't talk and he can't do this and to get somebody else. That's what your text say. See, when they, when, when they did the little movie, Pharaoh and Moses, they left that out. But your Bible tell you, Moses was telling God, I can't talk, I can't do this. And God said, well, I got this, I'll, I'll send Aaron, your what, brother, to talk for you. And you will be as God and Aaron will be as your prophet. Anybody else they made a movie about? Come on. Come on. Oh, Samson and Delilah. Now. Samson had a problem. He was a little weak. See, y'all get, oh, see, that's so weak. No, 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 no. But in his weakness, the Bible says he asked them to take him to a place of criticism where they were laughing at him and picking at him. And they put him between the pillars of the temple. And Samson did something peculiar. He said, Father, give me my script back one. I bet, you, I bet you if they know that, they'd have left his hair alone, they'd have left his eyes alone. So now, so a sister pulled Samson down, but he got back up again. What else y'all got? What else that I made a movie about that you watching them lies on TV? Come on. Why, Disney don't feel your life full of lies? Vesta and Esther? Did y'all read what Vesta said? Vesta said, you're not parading me in front of nobody. I'm not taking my clothes off. Esther came out there butt naked. <laughs> read your Bible. Vesta said, I'm not taking my clothes off. You're not going to parade me in front of people. Esther was butt naked. I don't care. I'm a be queen. 
And I don't care how I get there, but I'm going to be queen. So she came out there, hey, all you got to do is get rid of her. King saw vest out. You got to go, girl. But Vesta didn't want to be naked. Read the text of the scripture. She said, you're not parading me. Well, Apostle, Esther saved her people. Malachi saved those folk. Because Malachi went to Esther and said, girl, you better know why you here. Don't forget why you here. If the king passed a decree to kill the Jews, you gonna die too. Esther got naked again. Come here, king. Let me talk to you. See, now y'all don't want to tell the truth. Esther got re-naked. Come here, king. Sugar bell. Honey. Sweetheart. Before you make your decree, come in here. Let me minister to you. Uh-huh. Her uncle reminded her that she had the right tools to change the king's mind. Y'all want some more? Y'all all right? Uh-huh. Because she wasn't studying them people. Tell her uncle showed up and said, now, girl, you know if he passes decree, you're going to die too. And she loved it her life enough not to want to die. So she remembered in the first place how she got the king's attention. She remembered how she got rid of Vestak. Oh, y'all don't like this. So the same tool she used to get rid of Vestak is the same tool she used to keep her alive. Oh, Lord, I messed up y'all little Easter speeches. <laughs> Bible. Bible. Flawed people who God called to the ministry, who he saved and touched other people's lives. People that doubted their gifts, doubted their ministries, and he called them to the ministry. And they began to touch other people's lives. You have read the greatest book that was ever written to get you into your destiny. You have read it with blinders on and you have missed the shortcomings of your brothers and sisters who God saved and raised up. That's why it's difficult for some of y'all to be saved. Uh oh. Yep. Pastor, what you trying to tell me? You got to go back and reread the book. You done missed some stuff. I guarantee you, every doubt that you have and every sin that you have made is in here. And I guarantee you it's in here God has delivered somebody from it and used them in ministry. Every one of your personal struggles are in here. And he delivered somebody with it and used them. And the mistake you make and get ready to close that you, somebody, whosoever, whatever principality, 
Because it's a principality. Told you that you can't come to church with a struggle. I read the text of the scripture. Amanda, everybody that got went to Jesus, one none of them say when he got them. I thought the church was a place for that. I could be wrong. Peter and them was fishing. It wasn't in no temple. They were fishing. Why do we tell people when you come to church, you got to have everything together and you got to be right? I be careful y'all to hear us, sir, because y'all get quiet. Y'all go from a Pentecostal to another denomination. Girl, what he said. It's biblically in error. Everybody came to the church broke. And the one that told you he wasn't broken, he's not interested in saving the lost. Because lost... Can I ask a question? If Christ is for the forgiveness of sin, right? And for your doubt and for your unbelief. So before he can forgive you for doubt, before he can give you for unbelief, and before he can give you for sin, what do you have to do? See, everybody's like, oh my, he crazy. What do you have to do? He died for the forgiveness of what? He has to save you from something, don't he? And then you say he must save you. What is he going to save you from if you have not done anything wrong? Like that. Come on, get God a clap play. Come on, man. Let me let this long. Come on. Come on, give God a clap play. True wisdom, new home ministries. Thank you for listening to this week's sermon. You can catch us live every Sunday at 1130 a.m. on Facebook Live at True Wisdom or in person at 1477 Capital Circle Northwest. We want you to come and watch God give the increase in your life. True Wisdom, New Hope Ministry.